0: Welcome to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. David is the number one rated top conservative, according to the American Conservative Union. You want the truth about New York and national politics? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hi everybody, it's Dave DiPietro, New York State Assemblyman, here in the Big Weck Podcast booth. So if you want to listen to this, please share this podcast. It's Truth in Politics. That's what we call it here, folks, because that's what you get from me every day. You're going to get the truth in politics, unfiltered. I call it out, and I don't care who I call out. And if you listen to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the Big Weck Podcast, local podcast network. That's W-E-C-K, okay? Big Weck, W-E-C-K. Please tune in. Please share this because... We would like to get as many listeners who think like us, who are like-minded, who are conservative. I'm the number one conservative in New York State and in the country, and I want you to, if you like this, to share this with other conservative-minded people who are trying to win our country back from this huge, woke society that's taking over. And it's a very small minority, but they're very vocal, folks, and that's why they're winning. They are not the heart and soul of this country. I want you to know that they are the minority of this country, but we've allowed them, because they're so violent and vigilant and loud, to actually start taking over and running all the different government functions, and we think we don't have any power, but we do. And today's show, I'm going to tell you how we're going to take back New York State okay and how it how it's worked in other states so stay with me because you're going to want to know the exact game plan that we're going to do so please folks so let's start with a couple a couple things I want to talk about before I get to the actual winning back of New York state and taking over and bringing conservative values and what is conservative values it's just it's just america that it's just america going back to basic fundamentals of God, faith, our country, what can I do for my country, okay? Not the leftist agenda where criminals are, are exalted, where, in like in New York State, the liberals win everything and we don't, okay? We, it's, it's just faith, family, country, okay? Like Black Lives Matter. If you look at Black Lives Matter's website, they want to destroy the family unit. That's a joke of an organization. Okay, I call it out. I hope you do too. That has proven to do nothing. They have not spent $1 on a black business. Did you know that? Not a dollar to help one business, black-owned, minority-owned. It's a function of George Soros, the far-left Democrat Party. It's a money-laundering, corrupt organization. I would like to see this country go back to faith and family because without God, we're nothing. Okay, without a faith and a plumb line, that's what we have. That's, that's why they hate us. That's why they hate conservatives because conservatives just actually believe in something and we don't change our belief values. We don't change our whole system of what we believe in. It's, it's amazing. Kathy Hochul used to be pro-life, pro-gun, pro-business, you name it, pro-farm. Look what she's done. She's changed every one of her core beliefs because Democrats and liberals, that's what they do because they don't have any. And I say that with all sincerity because if you want to marry your dog as a liberal, you can do it. It's okay. There's no plumb line. The plumb line starts with God. We all have this plumb line of right or wrong. And a lot on the left, their plumb line is way over to the side. They don't have one. But we inherently know if you shoot somebody, that's bad. Okay, You stab somebody, that's bad. But not with liberals because they say... It's not, he stabbed, yes, he stabbed three children, but society made him do it. It's the way he was brought up. It's, it's his, he didn't have a father, all of this. There's no personal plumb line where you have to take responsibility in America right now, and especially in New York. So I want to get to how we're going to win this battle very shortly. But a couple of, I told you so's, you know, as I've, I've said this for a long time, since 2020, when Trump lost, I said this, this state got bailed out over $45 billion by the federal government when we only were supposed to get about 10, 12 for COVID. And the Democrats have spent every single dollar. They didn't put anything away for a rainy day. They didn't pay off any debt. The debt has risen in New York state almost to the legal maximum of like $68, $70 billion. That's a whole other story. New York State now sidesteps borrowing limits constitutionally, and they're borrowing from all these uh, different uh, authorities. You know, there's like thousands of authorities, the, the throughway Authority, the Dormitory Authority, the Corrections Authority, all these different authorities in the state that they've made. It's against the law to borrow from them but they're sidestepping it. They're actually borrowing billions of dollars now because they can't do it legally, and they're, they're, it's, it's, the corruption is incredible. But I want to tell you, what does that mean? It means that where they took the money last year so that there was only a very small tax hike, they said a tax cut, but if you look, at, they rose taxes on 100 things and cut taxes on two things. Really, okay? Okay, you can figure this out, so can I, the common sense here. Next year, the next two years and three years budgets. Next year, we're looking at it was three to four billion dollar deficit. Three to four billion. It's now possibly nine billion dollar deficit. What does that mean? Nine billion dollars. Nobody knows numbers. It means we're broke, folks. It means there's not enough money to borrow to cover that. It means the Democrats who are in supermajority control of this entire state spend without with reckless abandon and have no clue on on how to save. They think the money grows on trees. They literally do. They never question where the money comes from. It's just going to be there. And if they have to raise taxes, they do. But there's just nowhere else to raise taxes in New York State anymore because people are leaving, the people that pay the taxes, flying out of here. Nine, in two years, 9 to $14 billion hole. It'll be the biggest hole in the history of New York State. And I don't know where we go from there. So I want to tell you though, it's not just New York State that's a swamp, so to speak. Uh, you know, and I, I, I read this thing and I really enjoyed it. Okay, a swamp is a beautiful ecosystem. So let's stop calling New York State in DC a swamp. Okay, what we need to call it is a sewer. New York State's a sewer, Washington's a bigger sewer, because what's a sewer? A sewer is filled with rats and crap, and that's all we have. So I told you so on this budget. I've been telling you for years. I actually, I was just talking to someone here, July 15th of 2020, before Trump's and Biden's election, I did a show on just what's going to happen if Biden wins, okay? And I put on my cap, and I told everyone what's going to happen, and I, that was uh, three years ago, almost three years ago to the date. And I was listening to it the other day, and literally every single thing I predicted in 2020 has now come true in this country with Biden as president. And it's not good, folks. So if you want to get that, let us know. I'm going to try and uh, uh, get that over to you, too. So how are we going to win this, folks? How are we going to take this country back? How are we going to take this state back? Well, I'll tell you, they did it 10 years ago, excuse me, in Kansas, the state of Kansas. So I'm going to read you a little something because I've had this since I got elected and I've been working on this to no avail and I'll explain it. But this is what happened in the state of Kansas. Okay? March 3rd, 2012. Cardinal Dolan from New York City, right? Cardinal Dolan, head of the Catholic Church in North America. The big guy besides the Pope. This is the Catholic Church. Bear with me because... It's not about churches, and all, but, it, but it is. got to follow this because this is how we can win this back. And I'm talking we can really win it back. And it's about time we made a huge effort. So in 2012, he was talking to a group. Okay, so let's go back to uh, 2008. Kathleen Sebelius under Obama, if you remember that name. She was the governor of Kansas in 2008 a Democrat, and she was creating open scandal by supporting unrestricted access to abortion. This is in 2008. This is 15 years ago. After three years of attempting to have a dialogue with her, she was publicly asked by Joseph Nauman, Archbishop of Kansas Kansas City, to refrain from receiving Holy Communion. The bishop called around and said, Kathleen Spears, don't receive communion anymore because you're, you're, for all, you're for full-term abortion, and we're not. Later that year, all four Kansas bishops joined Archbishop Norman and issued a joint statement. Check this out. Check this out. And I'm going to go really into detail. You're going to love this. The four bishops in the state of Kansas came together in a statement and issued a joint statement saying Catholics, just Catholics, voting for candidates with a pro-abortion position should cease calling themselves Catholic as they are not following the church's pro-life position and teaching. So just in the state of Kansas, the results of this statement were strong and lasting. It says, in the 2008 election and those subsequent, Kansas went from a 50-50 pro-life, pro-abortion state to solidly pro-life because of four bishops in that state just saying don't vote for anyone who's pro-life. That's it. They said don't vote or pro-choice. Don't vote for any candidate who's pro-choice. Every Kansas Democrat in Washington was replaced. Republicans now hold all statewide offices and solid control of both houses of the legislature. Now, this is back about five years ago. Since Kansas, here's the, here, but here's what I want to show you. Since Kansas is not heavily Catholic, it's not a Catholic state. It appears the bishop's statement Had a significant impact throughout Kansas. Candidates were asked not to call themselves Catholic if they were voting. I mean, that's a big statement, folks. That's a huge statement. The bishops just said look, if you're gonna be, if you want to be pro choice, just stop calling yourself a Catholic. That's a huge statement. But it took guts and they did it. And Cardinal Dolan was out there with them. Cardinal Dolan put out this edict. That's right, Cardinal Dolan, New York City, put out this edict. Since then, Kansas has become the most pro-life state in the entire country. They've changed all their laws. So, our religion, our people are, are under attack here in New York State. And Cardinal Dolan called out the Catholics. So I got elected in 2012, 2013. I saw this in 2014. And I immediately it was in the spring. I immediately called Bishop Scharfenberger in Albany, the new bishop in Albany. And I said, I'd like to meet with you. He's right down the street. He said, Yeah, come on in, Dave. So I brought this to him Knights for Life, folks. Nassau, New York, Knights for Life. Google it and pull this up and you can read this story. Knights for Life, Confirmed Soldiers of and for Christ. They put this out. I've got hundreds of copies of this. I, take the, I have this in my car. I take this wherever I go. But Cardinal Dolan called these people out. I went to see Bishop Scharfenberg. And I said, look, I showed him. I said, look, at Cardinal Dolan from New York did this. So pay attention. We can do this in New York State because my first year in Albany... At the end of the session, they were threatening—the Democrats and Governor Cuomo were threatening the Catholic Church with the look-back bill, which we all know about now, correct? The look-back bill, which is about uh, the priests with pedophilia. Now, that hadn't hit. And the Democrats, every year—I didn't know this, but they were threatening Cardinal Dolan and New York State bishops that said— you know, you keep yourself politically in line. You don't go against us, or we're going to bring this bill to the floor, pass it, and you're going to be in big trouble. So I went to, uh, I went to Bishop Scharfenberger, and I said, look, they're going to bring this up. Every year they're threatening. If they do, your church is going to be under major attack. And lo and behold, they are, right? What's happened to the Catholic Church in the last five years? okay. The priest that married me and my wife years ago, he was like one of the first ones on the Buffalo News front page when all this hit. It's like, okay. Uh, but are you following? Bishop Scharfinger listened to, we talked, had a great talk for about 45 to a, minutes to an hour. You know, he confirmed he's really pro-life. And, and I said, please talk to Cardinal Dolan. I said, I'll call you back. I never heard back from him. They swept it under the rug. So a couple weeks later, three weeks later, when I got home in June, I went to Bishop Malone in Buffalo, who's now no longer there, Okay, cover-ups and all that other stuff. Uh, But I went to Bishop Malone and said the same thing. Look, Bishop Malone, here it is. Please get Cardinal Dolan. Let's get our bishops together. Let's call this out. We can change the whole culture. Your church will thrive more because they're threatening to take you down. Let's just call it out. Just say, look, if you're a Catholic, just stop calling yourself a Catholic if you're pro-choice. But the thing with this is it transcended in Kansas to the other faiths. Kansas was not a Catholic state. New York state is. But this transcended to all the other faiths when they heard it. In Kansas, in one year, boom! Wiped out all these liberals. Wiped them out, and Bishop Malone swept it under the rug and did nothing. So I called Cardinal Dolan that summer, tried to set up a meeting. Wouldn't take it. Wouldn't meet with a New York State Assemblyman. I said, "I'll fly down to New York City for the day. Well, give me fifty minutes, fifteen minutes, whatever. I just want to, I want to run my plan by you to save the state and to save your church." Wouldn't do it. If you remember back then, they were playing footsie with Cuomo all over the place. And what happened a year and a half later? The look back, Bill came in and the Catholic Church has tanked, especially in New York State. The pedophilia, everything came out. Not that it shouldn't have, but the fact is they could have changed the state and gotten more people faith together. They had the opportunity to be a leader in this state. They had the opportunity to change this state. They had the opportunity to put conservatives and people who were faith-based in positions of power so they wouldn't have all this woke and leftist and communist agendas. It's time to do it again, folks. It's time to call New York City, call the Cardinal, it's time to call our bishops in New York State and demand that they put out this edict, demand that they tell everyone in New York State that if you're gonna vote pro-choice, stop calling yourself a Catholic and transcend that to the other face. So if you're a Wesleyan, Methodist, Unitarian, whatever it is, you tell your congregation We're going back to the Bible. We're going back to what Jesus Christ believes and what God has put in front of us. We are going to be pro-life. And we want that edict put out statewide. We want that put out to everyone in New York State. This is where we stand as a church. Do it. Call your people out. You've already lost 50% of your congregation anyway. You're treading water right now. And it's not going to get any better no matter what you do. The Catholic Church is bud light on steroids right now. And no marketing plan is going to bring people back into that church. Except, except if you stand for righteousness and come out and tell these people, look, the Catholic Church And other faiths stand for life. It's God's will. It's the Bible. That's what we stand for. That's our faith. That's our plumb line. That's what we believe. And we want you to believe that. But if you think you can walk into this church and be a total leftist and stand for full-term abortion, well, you know what? God bless you. That's your faith and that's what you believe in. But stop calling yourself a Catholic. Do not vote, Catholics. Do not vote, Methodists, Protestants, Wesleyans. Do not vote for anyone who's for abortion. That's simple. I'm not asking you, the church isn't going to ask you to tithe more, give more money, show up to church more, do more good deeds. No. No. All we're asking you for is to live your faith by just Not voting. It's simple. Don't vote for someone who's pro-choice. I don't think we can get much more simpler than that. Okay? We're not asking you to change anything in your life except how you vote. But this needs, I've been saying this for nine years. I've been on this trail trying to change people's minds and hearts. I need help. I need you who listen to this to share this. And I need you to call your priest. I need you to call your pastor. And I need you to tell them to call Cardinal Dolan. Call the bishops. Call the the bishops or the people at the head of these other faiths. Let's start right here in New York State. Because in November, in four months, we can change this state we can finally turn this state over. And I mean in a big way. Right away. This isn't a five-year plan. This is a four-month plan, one vote, one person, and take these people out. I hope I'm being clear on this, and I hope I hope you understand it. I'm not telling you to change anything in your life, except if you're living your faith, vote it. That's all. If you're a once-a-year Christian Catholic, say, you know, you're a priester you go to church on Christmas and Easter, but you call yourself a Catholic, then vote it. Okay? Do the one thing that they ask you to do, and that's just vote your faith. Don't vote pro-choice people. That's the one thing. Just look at that. Are they pro-choice or pro-life? If they're pro-choice, get them out. We will take this state back. We will turn it on its head. We'll start bringing common sense back to government. We have the ability to do this right away. This is not a huge undertaking, folks. This is real simple. But it starts with leadership. It starts with one person. I'm not that person because I'm not the head of the Catholic Church. I'm not the head of the Protestant Church. I'm. I'm just a little guy, okay? Actually, you know, all these people that don't like me, I'm a fuzzy little furball that just loves everybody and I just like, but I'm not the guy that's going to do it. You are. And it just makes, just when you're at church, when you go to church, just make a phone call or talk to the pastor and say, look, we need to do this. You need to call Cardinal Dolan. We need the bishops in New York State to stand with us to just come out with one edict. One thing to tell so that every priest stands in the pulp and says, Look, I got this directive from Cardinal Dolan, and I'm telling you every week till election day. Not telling you who to vote for, name wise, but I am telling you what the Catholic Church and the other churches stand for. And that's pro life. And with that, this state can turn on a dime. It's been done before. This isn't some wild theory I'm making up. This isn't some pie in the sky idea I just came into my head. This worked in the state of Kansas. They switched the entire state overnight. And we can do it here. New York is ripe for this because New York is a Catholic state. We're ready to go. We can do this, folks. We can totally change the way New York State operates. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice just to have some faith back into this government instead of everything being a communist, everything being atheist run? Which, I'm in Albany. I carry my Bible with me. And you should see the reaction I get from some of these people. I mean, atheists get so mad, and and I'm like, why are you getting mad at me? Why are you getting mad because I carry my Bible? Why do you get mad that I talk about God? If you don't believe in it, you should be laughing. I don't believe in unicorns, but if you start talking about unicorns, I am not going to lose my marbles and scream at you and yell at you and get crazy. Stop talking about unicorns. I'm going to laugh. That's human nature. But that's not a liberal because there's a bad spirit. And it just eats them up that someone believes in God, that someone believes in Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. Bring Jesus Christ up in a conversation in Albany. <laughs> Put on the boxing gloves, folks. And I do. I love it. I love it. They just attack me, and I love it. I'm saying, you know what? You know, Jesus will be seeing you sometime, and, and you can talk to him about all this. And they hate that. But it's time, because we can do this. It's not hard. It just takes some leadership. Cardinal Dolan, what are you waiting for? You lost your church because you played footsie with Cuomo for years, and what did he do? Like all leftists, what did he do? He used you, and then he stabbed you in the back. Bishop Sharpenberger, Bishop Malone, who's not there anymore. I don't even know who the bishops are now. Start. Start. Doing the job of your church and of the people you represent. You don't represent communists. You don't represent liberals. You represent Catholics and other faiths represent Christians. Please, stand up. We need a leader in New York State. This is called truth in politics. And if you listen to me, I tell you all the time, New York State is going down faster than a cannonball downhill. Because it's all communism all the time. And I want you to understand that. I put these numbers out all the time, so just bear with me. There's 150 assembly people. I'm one of them. Out of, so follow me, 150, right? Okay. All by population. Out of the 150 last year, 107 to 43. Super majority. 107 were Democrats. All right. But forget the Democrat moniker because 82, right? 150, 75 is half. 82 of the Democrats are from New York City. Everything we do is controlled by New York City. When I started, there was one communist, Charles Barron, in the Assembly. Now there's 16 in five years. Same with the Senate. It's been overrun. This isn't a democracy anymore. This is a dictatorship. They want to wipe out conservatives, and they're doing a great job of it. That's a story for another day. I could tell you all the things that happened just this year in Albany, where they've gone, attacked They don't listen to anything we say. They have complete majority control. Not one Republican has ever asked to comment or give give an opinion to the Democrats on anything. And you need to understand that because you're being wiped out. People are leaving here in droves, as you know, and they're lying about that. Hochul came out, and said last year we lost 230,000 people, you know. No, Kathy Hochul, I've got the news reports all year long. Florida has said for over two years that they're getting 1,000 people a day from New York that are registering in Florida. Tough Second grade was the toughest three years of my life, okay? But I can do the math. 1,000 a day is 365,000 people just out of New York going to Florida. Kathy Hochul, did you go to second grade? 230,000 people did not leave. You're talking over half a million or half a million people plus have been leaving the state. They lied on the census. Cuomo and Letitia James, I've got those figures. That's another story for another day because they couldn't afford to show in 2021 the actual numbers of who left New York City. Because it would have changed the whole political landscape in the state. So many people left the city for the first time. New York City never, never had a problem. Because what did they do all these years? How many bills come up in Albany? Here's another law from, New York, from the Democrats. Exempts cities over one million all the time. Oh, here's another one. Exempts cities over one million. Meaning rules for thee, but not for me. Right? New York City, we don't have to apply to that rule. That's for the rest of the state. So they didn't see the mass out-migration for the last 30 years like we did. Now they are. Five years ago, when AOC and the communists took over, they have been crushing the city. And people are moving out. And they're starting to feel it. And they had to lie on the census. That's another story. Um. Boy, I don't want to be living in the city. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, he extended the COVID emergency last week. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? Even Biden got rid of COVID. It's over. It's been told it's been over worldwide. It's over. Not in New York City. Mayor Adams extended it on June 19th. Why did he do that? And here's, well, here's what He said, Mayor Adams said that it was the subway ridership is down. Okay, well, you know, because of COVID, people are afraid to go on the subway. <laughs> That's a lie. No, it's not. Subway ridership is down because they defunded the police a few years ago, $1.1 $1. $1 billion. And the chief in New York City said, told the half a million people that protested. I saw this. If you can Google it. When they did a protest, they said, we want more police down in the subways and the to the police. Captain or whoever the chief's credit of New York City, came out and said, I'm sorry, you just defunded my, my whole department $1.1 billion. I don't have the manpower to go down into that subway and protect you. You're on your own. He said that. The gangs are going through, it's called slashing, where they go through and they, they slash you, your neck and your face, with, they go through with knives and whatever, and they slash you. You know, they tell people in New York City to wear a hoodie And keep your head down. Put it over your face and keep your head down while you're riding the subway. What kind of life is that? Really, Mayor Adams? It's because of COVID? No, because when you extend the emergency powers, you get to bypass every competitive bid for every New York City contract, and you get to pick it. So you pick your own people because of all the kickbacks. It's all money, folks. Follow the money. So that's New York City, the rotten apple. So I want to let you know, let's go back. You know, I know this isn't, I told you so, but the big thing I want to take away today and I want to let you know is that we can win New York State. And this is one of the reasons right here. We can do it, do it by faith. We start needing our religious leaders to start calling out their people and say, hey, you know what? Enough's enough, okay? You're coming into my church and you're a communist? Okay, you're an atheist, you really don't believe in God, but you're, I don't don't get any of it myself. But I need us to start going to every one of our church leaders and telling them to get to their leaders. I need Cardinal Dolan and I need the bishops of New York State to come out right now and show some leadership. Call out. their their parish, and say, look, if you're pro-choice, stop calling yourself a Catholic. Yeah, you might lose a few people, but I think by coming out and being strong in your faith, coming out and calling that out and being right on and saying, look, we're not taking this anymore. Catholics stand for something. Protestants stand for something. Methodist, we stand for something and this is where we're going to draw the line in the sand and we're going to show some leadership I think you're going to get more people coming into your church because you're showing leadership not going to lose anybody they've been running away out of the Catholic Church for four years now and the Catholic Church has, does not have any game plan to change that here's one right here here's the game plan Enough's enough. I hope you agree with me. Please, you're listening to the Big Weck Local Podcast Network. That's W-E-C-K. Truth in Politics. David Pietro. If you agree, please share this with your friends. This is the way we're going to take this state back. But I need help. So with that, please share this. If you agree, let us know. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Go to my Facebook page, dipietro for you, or you know, leave a comment. I just like to know that people are actually that they either they agree or disagree. You know, mostly people disagree with this, okay? The left, the people on the left that follow it, but look, it's time it's time to do something, folks. Okay? We're getting run over. okay. The steamroller's running over us. It's time to do something drastic, but do something I want a victory strategy, and I tell people that all the time. I don't want to go to rallies anymore that don't do anything, except maybe you meet a few people. I want a victory strategy. I want to know how you're gonna win. I want to win these races. I want to be able to say we can actually change some things in New York State instead of being run over by Democrat liberals. And this is the way I think we can do it. I hope you agree. So hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Let us know. I've only been on doing this for about two months. I would really like to get more support and get her going a little bit. So God bless all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, especially. This is our first time we're doing Facebook Live. And, uh, you know, let's see if we can't get uh, these people, get these church leaders to start stepping up. They did it in Kansas, folks, and they changed the whole state. New York, we can do this. We can win this. In November, this isn't a two-year thing. This is a four months away. Just be a leader. God bless you all. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. We welcome you to download and listen to the new podcast every week online at truthinpolitics.social and on numerous podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. Connect with David on social media and at truthinpolitics.social. The Truth in Politics podcast is done in partnership with Radio 1 Buffalo, LLC.